0: Hello. You're listening to Talking a Slot, the podcast about having fun with toy cars. And despite the fact that Peter pressed the record <laughs> button, he still got caught out when we started. Be- well done. Because How
1: I was you? thinking this isn't video, so <laughs> I can have a quick <laughs> sup of my dirty chai. Sorry, Slot, or it's not coffee.
0: No, well, there you go. You see, well, it's not coffee enough. enough. Uh, you're having a dirty chai.
1: Yeah, a sneaky dirty do you chai. Have a,
0: do you not have a clean one?
1: No. Well, the clean ones are okay, but you stick an espresso in it and you get wired, and you r- really <laughs> don't want me wired.
0: I, well, I just, I just resort to it Ah,
1: that, so that appeared in a recent um, podcast. Dear listeners, go back. Dear viewers, go back and check them out. Um, and that's Kate Moss, because I had a YouTube advert for it. It is. And apparently. I thought, bloody hell, she's she's game gal. She's been around a while, hasn't she? She's been around the block, and she's still apparently a phenomenon.
0: She's a phenomenon. Maybe it tells you something about the demographic that drinks Diet Coke. I don't know. I was not influenced by the appearance of Kate
1: Mosh on <laughs> the Coca-Cola can. Kate Mosh? <laughs> Kate Mosh. I mean, Did you have a whiskey this morning when you got I out of suppose, bed?
0: I suppose. No, no, but I had a lot of fresh air,
1: but I'll tell you about
0: that later. Um, it, You could be, for a given thing, this is flavoured with Kate Moss, couldn't you? Because normally <laughs> when it's like... Oh! <laughs> it's got, you know, that, again... Best not to think about that. Shall we move on? <laughs> we shall, shall I'll tell you what I did this morning. Well, you know already. But apart the have a whiskey doing...
1: with Kate Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: haven't had a whiskey with Kate Moss. So I, had, I was up early because um, my Marlborough Rover by those good people at Skelectric uh, was in my local slot shop. Uh, the word local here is all relative. Although I suppose for our American listeners and Australian listeners... Going twenty two miles to a slot shop is is pretty local.
1: Aberdeen is local, anyway. On their
0: <laughs> anyway up early, they open at nine. Uh, sun was shining, so I went to my little mr two roof down. Got there, I wasn't say I wasn't quite bagging the door down. The door was open when I got there, and uh, anyway, so I picked it up and uh, I've you know, managed to drive oh. back and. Open up the box and hold it. Hold is. it
1: steady because your camera's not focused. There, hold it steady. Hold it steady. It's, it it's, okay. it's going to get there in a um, second. Uh, no, no, not maybe quite. Blo- but
0: maybe if I block more of me out,
1: that would yeah, be you know. sweet if we can keep it like that. Um <laughs> So two things I'm yeah. going to say: one, uh-huh. headlights, nice one. Two, it's
0: got the got the full logo on it. Well done. Two uh-huh.
1: wheels, nice. Three, look at the color of that red. It ain't, well, it ain't gone Bastos it's, crazy, has it?
0: it it's de it's proper de Yeah, but, but they've got um, it right, uh, is my point. The wheels, nice. the wheels are, uh, well they're not, they are, but they're not quite right. Now that's, you know, that's, I'm not I'm, I'm not nitpicking, I'm joyfully yeah, you happy are. this exists, but the, the wheels are not quite right. So the, the sort of holes around the edge should be more
1: in the middle. Do you know um, what you're going to have to do here, Scotto? Is um, mm-hmm. oh, got a new nickname for you, Scotto. Um, Scotto, <laughs> no, first time, first time I went
0: to Japan, uh, and there was a welcome for work, and there was a welcome board, <laughs> it says Scotto and, <laughs> San, it says no, it just says Scotto because <laughs> uh, they, they apparently they like putting a vowel on the end, so I was Mr. Scotto, which I quite liked.
1: Domo arigato, Mr. Scotto. Uh, um, and, uh, that's, and uh, that's my as I discovered
0: yesterday. Hornby have released a, a toy train as in a proper toy train not a model train for this is for kiddie kids uh, and it's called Scotty. um <sighs> apparently it's the it's the grandson of the flying scotsman is the oh, is the back story
1: i so, thought you were going to say it and it has a little face on its um box, it does have a little the front, face on it smoke yeah. Box at the front. yeah yeah but that be that would be the thomas tank the engine what, no, lawyers it's, getting all jittery and...
0: it's not it's not a smoke box it's a proper Anywho, pointy go faster train anyway back to um,
1: the so. clear car of the year what was in your hands
0: the barbara one is that kind of the year today, uh, it is today. Yeah, it's definitely today. today
1: i think you're going to have to take some stills or something and put them interstitially into this over this us bantering away okay okay, okay so that. the other thing is gorgeous detail everywhere apart from the interior but i can handle that simon that's not a problem when mine arrives mm. um Oh, cause I get confused. This is the third time we've tried to record this, dear listeners, because we have all sorts of technical issues. Uh, so the last two podcasts, we've actually made seven attempts to try and do two podcasts. Our strike rate is not good. However...
0: Yeah, so some would question whether it's worth the effort.
1: <laughs> another good point well made, Scott. Um, while we were doing one of the previous ones for this one, I had a phone call from... Um, Sean at Pendle, well actually it was Neil at Pendle and he was asking for my credit card details because my card <laughs> had expired so mine's en route um, I didn't realise Villeneuve raced the uh, SD1 number 27,
0: uh, nice Oh, oh well, well this is a contentious point, people say Villeneuve, actually I think Villeneuve. Alan Jones raced, r- oh. raced that number for more often than Gilles did
1: hmm. Whatever. Um, that looks a sweet, sweet model, and um, mm. I'm excited to receive mine and to paint the inside proper. Um, oh, you don't
0: want to paint the inside because no, it's, f- it's flat. So if you painted it white, you would notice it more. But
1: surely, surely the roll cage should be silver. The, like you say, the interior should be probably white. Uh,
0: yeah, maybe mm. the roll gap. Yeah.
1: If you're going to pit Nick's over the wheels, I will, um, one, draw on my hand with my biro, and two... <laughs> <laughs> um paint the interior you do it. you you, you look, look, paint look, look, whatever look,
0: look, you like look, 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 look. this but has probably, gone probably
1: this has gone a bit wrong so i've actually ordered some zero paints to do this because i i've realized i can use the blue somewhere else as well but that's out of my sierra which okay are, i'm I'm, hope, I'm hoping this
0: doesn't show up but at the minute you're quite blurry i well, mean it's not a bad thing but um Rages. It means that we can't see too much detail of whatever you were holding up.
1: Well, okay. Again, <laughs> uh interstitial images.
0: <laughs> uh, so is that what you've been doing this week? Have you been painting more of your white kits?
1: I have when well, no, I've been decaling and um part of my frustration yesterday, I got quite stressed yesterday. One with technical issues and two with my decals on um, a car that I should have had to hand and haven't. Putting some Coca Cola. Uh ah, Coca Cola again. It's like bloody product placement
0: samples are welcome
1: yeah um putting some decals from slot Fabrique, which are good quality decals on a, a skull Auto 991 and um they went weird or one in particular went weird it was a long flowy one the kind of coke wave starts at the front arch goes down and up to the rear and um it went weird and it really frustrated me and i've doused it in a decal softener and it just the bumps just wouldn't go and they're still there and i'm a bit disappointed i don't know what happened because the bumps i will take some pictures the bumps the the rucking up isn't where i'd expect it to be around the arch it's on the other side and i don't quite get the geometry the physics of why it's done it but it's done it and i'm disappointed but i'm going to crack on um, because it is looking quite sweet apart from the blemishes so just uh, i'll take pictures of it at a distance okay
0: is it a sort of thing you could touch up with a bit of paint, maybe?
1: No. no, it's bumps. the The decal has not gone flat onto the surface. There's a little rucking oh. up. It's like a carpet rucked up.
0: All um, oh, right. I remember the first time I used decal softener. It was on uh, a model of a Porsche nine six two, uh, and it was blow punked one. So it was the, the nice. big blue pieces over the arches. And, um, I mean, I panicked like hell, because, of course, yeah, I'd normally just done the decals. Were pretty, it was a Hasegawa kit, I think. The decals are pretty good anyway, but I put the decal softer on. And, of course, you put the decal on, and the first thing that happens is the decal all goes... Oh, nice. And then it kind of sorts itself out. It was ah. a kind of, oh, so
1: Well, the yeah. stuff I'm using, I got from Slot Fabric as well, and you have to make it up. And every time, I, I don't make up much, just in case I knock it over. Um, so I have a tiny, a few mil in the bottom of the bottle. And you have to make it up a 30% solution. And I constantly go, well, is that 30% water or 30% juice? And I don't know whether... And I also, because of the lack of... Do it 50-50, you can't get far wrong. Because of the lack of effect, I thought maybe this stuff has gone off. So I mixed up a new batch. It's not. I'm disappointed because it is a cracking library, but the hmm. decals possibly are quite old. Most of them have gone on... Per- no, all of them have gone on perfectly well apart from this one. Oh, and the other disappointment which is a long-standing one which is why this particular car was at the back of the queue um, was I managed to I chopped up some of the decals and I managed to lose the top of the C for Coke on the, um, on the bonnet because it's a 991 has a lot of venting happening and the geniuses put the Coke banner across those vents and so you had to chop it up into bits and somehow I managed to lose one bit top of the sea which so the the thing was fated from the start
0: do it as you know race post race just weather it lots of weathering
1: <laughs> well i i've taken a look at it and i've um it's a pretty car i think and it's going to show up quite well in the dim reaches of the ramsden memorial hall which is very poorly lit um <laughs> And, uh, yes, those
0: who've not listened before, this is a key feature of Pedro's race cars: yeah. is that they're actually de-glue so you can see, see them, them at in a the,
1: distance. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've actually made a, because my black nine nine one that I did uh, with MTR decals, more about MTR later, dear listener, um, mm. is uh, kind of disappears into the gloom. This one will not disappear into the gloom, and the black one's quite a racer, so I might just, um, you know, have it once a really thrash. Because I'm, I'm, I like the look of it, so I want to okay. race it. Shall we segue into that MTR mention, or is it too soon? Well, that would be quite seamless, and it kind of ignores the whole what caught your eye. But show yeah. me, show me, because I, I just love so, the MCA. Is it MCA so, uh, or MCR? I thought
0: it was M MTR. Yeah. Milan Tomasek. Racing oh no, no, no! The actual that... car
1: was called an MCA.
0: Oh, the MCR. Um, I mean, yes, it's um. Based on an MR2. So uh, I'm going to hold it up to the camera, but for those who are listening... Hold it still. It's Hold it still. It's uh, a mostly high. white, but with red um, yeah. Le Mans car from 1995, Four. from memory.
1: Four or five, uh, yeah. And,
0: and it was uh, Sard Racing, which yeah. is one of the Bork's Toyota teams, famously built lots of the Group C cars. They entered a uh, GT1, yeah, with the Supra, but they also built this which was an extended die-stretched MR2 uh, so the engine was a V8 longitudinally rather than a sideways as the production car would be um, and Milan Tomasek uh, hand-makes these models, so the body shell, which looks incredibly detailed is effectively um, just one you know, it's like a one moulding uh, what do you call that? Um, 3D printing? No, 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 it's not 3D
1: printing. No, because it's quite uh, good. I
0: can't think of the word for it now, but anyway, it's, it's like a radio controlled shell, that's what I mean, it's one piece for something. Is it Lexan? De- like, yeah, I think so, clever decaling so it looks like it's got vents and stuff, but there's quite a lot of detail there. He made all the decals, he also makes the chassis, which although it looks metal, uh, is actually looks like aluminium, it's actually, I think, circuit board material, uh, all very sort of cut out and various things, so there's a big effective motor pod that kind of shuggles at the back. Um very low um sponge tires. I commissioned them and that's the right word because they were all built to order. Uh, if you went on his website and he listed the cars he had or he could do and he made you one to order. So I had five cars done. I can't remember what they cost. This was some I can tell some, you some time ago. They cost quite you a can bit tell me. they cost quite a bit. But they cost quite mm-hmm. a bit yeah. that, that is Sweet and pretty uh, though. I'm very pleased with them. They never got much running because in those no. days I had Skeletric track, as in classic Skeletric, which is quite bumpy, and they didn't really like that and the deep guides, etc. So other than the rare occasions where I put up a Carrera track in the garden, uh, I had to take them to the club to run. So they didn't get much running, but now I've got my Polycar track, which is smoother than a smooth thing. Um, I can run them. So the tyres are you know, a little bit past their sell-by date. But it's lovely, and um, I have the. You know, I think if I put new tires on them, and I don't know how I would do that because I think they're glued on. But anyway, they'd have to be. So it would mean kind of destroying what's there, which I don't want to do. Um, I'm sure they'd be. Really quick. I mean, I think there would be. Oh, yeah, that would be you know, quick. Re, 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 Revo slot quick. Yeah. Anyway, so that's so empty. Now, Milan, I think, is still going. Well, that's, um, that's
1: MTR32.com. Sure does... That's where I get some yeah. of my decals from. I yeah. have looked and I haven't seen the cars for sale, but I dare say if you emailed uh, him, he would probably. Um, it was liked. an
0: extensive range I they mean, of They were expensive. Expensive, but it was quirky stuff that you couldn't get any other. Yeah. You know, lots of quirky Le cars like that. Mm. Um, so it was, uh, it's great. If you look at anyway, the- I, and that's been So I had a friend round the other week, and we sort of dug dug out the interesting
1: stuff. As it if you look at his site, the decals that he does, there's one or two weird and wonderful. Like I think he's suddenly doing decals for the Vertigo. Was it the weird? Um, was it from? Oh, was that like
0: a Caterham Seven? Oh, no, that's a Donker Vort, was it? No, was it? The verti-
1: It's a weird-looking, a... genuine car that raced, and he's doing decals for one. So I assume that means he's done a body, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked for a while, but I don't recall seeing the bodies on his site. The I keep wanting to call it an MC8, but I follow on Instagram the guy who runs the only road-going version of that car uh, in Japan, and um, he's got quite a following, and he posts some really quite quality photos of the, his white. Car The other one that exists um is in bits in a garage somewhere and looking rather sad for itself
0: well, the rules at that time for g t one was you had to present one road going car, yeah. so the cars in theory had to be road legal, so even the toyota g t one was technically road legal, and you had to present one production road going car um so and that was a ho- that was the homologation basically. So you could build a one off like that and and have it in GT one.
1: But cars like that are the reason I love, nineties uh, mid nineties up to ninety five, um, Le Mans, because you had the McLaren a road car detuned, a raced and won. You had that. You had the Honda NSX GT one and GT two cars. They looked like the road cars, um, and they were interesting. And then in 96, 97, was it, Porsche rocked up with their, uh, possibly Toyota as well, and drove a coach and horses through the rules. Uh, uh, and this sound with their 390, I mean, there's one road going 390, is it 390?
0: Well, they dropped, even before the end of GT1, they dropped the one, that, that requirement. Uh, because Which is a mistake like it, in my book. Well, It was just a very expensive nonsense, really, because mm. people were building a race car and then making a road going version yeah. of it, so it, it wasn't really, um, so, you might say not in the spirit of the rules, but then we all look back and fondly remember those cars, so mm. um, you know, mm. no, it's good, it's interesting stuff. But I'm, I might, I might try and drop um, MTR a, an email and say, hey, I've still got them, they all still go, um, you know, what do you, what can I do about the tyres? My, um, botch job tyre rejuvenation is to rub in factor 50 suntan lotion.
1: That's funny because I saw on on the Instagram again, other social medias are available. Um, they're just <laughs> not as good. And I won't go into a reason why because you don't like it. Um, I uh, saw a Spanish dude or was it YouTube? Mm, might have been YouTube. Um, and I can't... Oh no, God. It was slotblog.de so that's not Spanish not instagram <laughs> but otherwise you were spot on i'm on Just form keep... <laughs> i am completely on form um, and i can't translate german particularly well but it looked no, to me like going to be good then. it was a picture of a car and it was a picture of a bottle of uh, suntan lotion and i assumed the whole video was about hey put suntan lotion on your tires i think what you could do scott if you cut off most of the rubber and then drop to the hub in isopropyl alcohol. You might want to remove the inserts if there are inserts. In fact, you definitely want to remove because the paint will come off then. That would probably soften the um, glue and the rubber and you'd get your tire off. But email Milan, because he's a decent fellow, that one. And his decals are yeah, quite I mean, good.
0: Yeah, I wanna mean, be well, I'm also be interested to know if he is still doing um cars or not. I guess maybe they're too labor intensive, you know, in terms of I mean the work, the work that must have gone into it to make them old apart from anything else hmm. um, And it's everything you know, The interiors, the driver's painted, the helmet's decorated it's, you know, it's lovely Anyhow Scott Anyway, what caught your eye other than that? Oh I was going to say Oh, can we, can we oh, say something else? Where well, well, was the yellow cars, can, wasn't it? We we're, can edit that We've
1: been invaded by yellow cars. Corvettes all over the shop. Although technically, I think the Callaway <laughs> yes. Callaway, Callaway, isn't a Corvette. It's a standalone Corvette. Looks
0: like a Corvette. <laughs> smells like a Corvette. Probably
1: is a Corvette. So the Scalotto one is coming. That's a bold move because I can't believe there's that many libraries in that one. Um, the Revo slot one has had some pictures on the tinternet.
0: They'll do Martini, in, in, don't in, worry. And Repsol. Martini and Repsol, yeah. They
1: showed work. pictures of um, one of the early two thousand late 90s cars, and it looked sweetly pretty. It's got the headlights in the nose, which I like. I don't know why, but that appeals to me. It looks a sweetly pretty model. I will not buy one because it's Corvette and I don't like Corvettes. And then NSR <laughs> also teased us with um, images of the C8, is it? CR8?
0: Don't know. I mean, I'd like. I've got a f- couple of flies, and I've got the new Skeletric, the mid-engine one, and uh, I've also got the old one, like old Corvettes. Um, I think. Um, I mean, this sort of every, everybody launching a Corvette is. I, I think it's the kind of more, the Skelectric slot car equivalent of in the kit world, everybody having a Spitfire. Hmm. But, you know, if they sell... And I also, one. I
1: also think it's probably a nod to a possibly burgeoning American market. I mean, I know we know there are three slot car uh, enthusiasts in America because they're fans of the show. Um, and there's <laughs> one ima- imaginary Canadian, so that's like four people in North America who might buy one each of these cars. So that's well, ching
0: <laughs>
1: Well, we'll see more of them because I
0: think Electric Dreams are hosting their annual... Sort of slotted slot it championship uh, this weekend, next weekend. Um, so there'll be lots of people racing. Um. Electric dreams are kind of the gauge master of uh, of North America <laughs> for
1: for the UK <laughs> listeners. For the UK too to sure.
0: translate that, what does that really like?
1: I did see a one of these modern um, Corvettes on the roads of Oxfordshire last week, week before last. I was directly behind it, and I have to say, it looked fat assed. And it looked completely like it was out of a Transformer movie. The rear, just, I looked at it and thought, any minute now, this is going to transform into Bumblebee or WASP. I think wasp that's probably, in, it well,
0: just, I suspect that's intentional. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, it just oh, yeah, yeah.
1: doesn't float my boat at all. I looked at it and just thought,
0: I, wow. I think it's, I, I think they say a bold move for them to go to a mid-engine car. But um, this year, especially, the well, they're racing, doing well with you know, them. Well, one car. In each, in Emsa, one car in WEC. Mm. In WEC, they've wrapped up the title already. Uh, Emsa, I'm not sure. Um, But, um, you know, fantastic. One car. I mean, everything about endurance racing says, well, if you only enter one car, you're never going to do very well Mm. because, you know, accidents, et cetera. So, um, no, it's great stuff. And I think they've, again, forgive me, I think they've committed already to being in GT3 next year in WEC. Good. Which is all a bit confusing because there's more and more hypercars. Yay. Uh no L M P twos. Yay. I'm kinda I'm kind of cool with that. Yeah. Um but they can't really just dis- because there's so many hypercars and they've got limitations on
1: Garages. lane yeah. sizes
0: and, and also air freighting. One of the things that we tend not to think about is this whole circus has to fit into a couple of jumbos uh, to fly around the world. And um so I think there's a limitation on how many G T three cars there are going to be. Uh, and I guess whichever answer uh, the ECU and the FIE come up with, it won't make everybody happy. But more hypercars are great. The, the one I'm going to get wrong, what's the Italian one I can never forget? The, the Isola Franchitti or Franchitti or whatever it is. Um, it's now been liveried up in red, white and blue. And it's been testing and it's my new favourite car. It's the...
1: I'm not sure it's if lovely, I've seen that. I do like the... Oh, what's the one I like? I clearly like it a lot. Oh, I like the Glickenhaus paint job yeah. look of the beast. And the I like new, the Ferrari. Weird oh. for me to say it, but I like the Ferrari. I just like the whole yeah. Batmobile look it's, of the that's,
0: that's like liking Man United. Though. It's just, you know, too well,
1: easy. Um, I hate Man United what... and I hate Ferrari yeah. generally, but... Um... <laughs>
0: Oh well, that's okay. I don't hate that. What, uh, what I was going to segue that segue hypercars. There was a big, big race, twenty-four hour race in Spain that you were talking to me about. Oh
1: yes, because I saw on the socials this time it definitely was Instagram.
0: They were sure it was social. Sure it was Spain. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. I'm sure it was Instagram. <laughs> SRC were posting way we, we got pole position. Fine, dandy. The race happens twenty-four hours, um, multiple tracks, uh, which quite impressed you. And then after the weekend skull auto post one saying yay 963 not only did it win but we had seven in the top 10 and i was just immediately questioning whether they were genuine box standard cars that you could buy or as is the way with a lot of 24 iron you're shaking your head they were like their bodies and then everything else underneath was tuned up and not standard which annoys me you can't say it's an src or skull auto if underneath it's 3d this and uh Lex and that and not a car you can buy in the shops. Well, I get grumpy. About. I sort
0: of, I sort of get that because you may remember when we were talking before about the the UK, the Disco 24 hour race, and we said, wouldn't it be good if there was a box standard electric car and a box standard Carrera right. car? And I
1: think you got in trouble for saying that because we had an email.
0: Well, I didn't get trouble stretching it a bit. Uh, I like no to one, stretch no things a bit. <laughs> no one's offered us an entry. Let's put it that way. <laughs> But the reason I said that was because it would be interesting to see how box standard car how many
1: laps down you'd be.
0: <laughs> well, well. Also, I, I think it's kind of part. There's two kinds of competition, isn't there? And as I understood the Spanish one, there was three classes of car, and depending on which class you were in, there was a specified motor, specified tyres. So even if you and I will get this wrong, but you know you were running chassis E you still had to use motor B because that was the motor for that championship, and reverse. But I think the bodies and the chassis were manufacturer. Wheels and tyres and motors are obviously, uh, as per the regulation, it makes it a better race, doesn't it, for everything? You either say everybody runs the same, or you say, well, your motors and tyres are kind of the real, uh, where the real equality
1: comes you, from. You see, the, part of the reason why I like the 90s um, Le Mans cars is because they were, okay, I'm stretching it, but they were cars that you could buy in a showroom, not really. <laughs> but not really that's then. what I want to see happen. And so, you know, so it's just it the, the Spa 24 hours of old, it yeah, was
0: saloon cars and even a Peugeot MPV. Yeah, do you remember they they raced a an MPV one year? Did they?
1: It was like racing yeah. a Volvo estate.
0: That was cooler because it was a Peugeot and it was an MPV.
1: I take it it went pop. <laughs>
0: I can't remember actually. It looked really good.
1: It, it was a Peugeot. Um, they it call, was probably slow was it, and then went pop.
0: Was it? What did they call their MPV? Nine oh five or something? No, that was the Le Mans car wasn't it. But they, um, it, yeah, it looked good because it was sort of slammed down. Um, I think the race. I think that long endurance racing with standard standardish cars. Uh, you know what it's like, and I don't. I don't really? race very much. You do, uh, so. Uh, not I may be about to upset lots of people. People get very competitive, don't they? And they worry about, well, are you using the right motor? Are your tyres this or you're doing that? So if you just said it's box standard, you know, you'd know you have to have, I don't know, skeletrics, turn up with 50 cars in a box and you just selected by lottery which car you got. So that because you know, the, the production tolerances on any given thing are going to be a you know, 10% difference or something. So when you, if you then have a long race with it, people are going to go, oh, yeah, well, the car's not getting good. You know, It's the best we can do. Whereas if you get a chance to change things and tune it, at least you've had a chance to fiddle. Uh, so you can't say, well, it was the car's fault. I had and a chance to fiddle.
1: Fiddling is part of the joy. Like decals and paint, fiddling is part of the joy of the hobby for me. Um, I like to think oh, that it's... the fiddling is on an even field. <laughs> Fiddling on an Even Field, that doesn't... Fiddling on a Field. Sound right. on um, sounds,
0: sounds like an album title, Fiddling on an Even Field. Sounds like
1: a Jethro Town album <laughs> to me. Um, it
0: does.
1: Yeah. So, yes and no. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, listen, we could do it. You go to a club, you've got a circuit, hire the hall for the weekend, set the rules that it's going to be box standard, I don't know, Carrera or Skeletric, 50-50 in fact. And then we can go for um, and have a have a six-hour race, and then we can uh, see how we go on.
1: Breaking news: Somebody's at the front door.
0: Oh, could this be a parcel? It could be a parcel.
1: Breaking news: It's a parcel.
0: <laughs> Live delivery. It's not just a box. Oh wow, it's a great, no, great could, it's be could be an invoice. Could be an invoice. Could this be your uh, Malborough Rover?
1: It. The return address is. Pendle Slot Racing, Unit 19, Churchill Way. Oh.
0: Do you want to? You know do you meant. want unbox you you want it live? Cut, mm. Do you want to unbox live, or do you want to save it for later The thing is, so we
1: Neil is the right bugger with his mask uh, with his parcel tape and really knows how to do a parcel. So I don't know if I can do. This. You talk amongst yourselves. We've already seen one.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully they're the same. That's the essence of mass production, isn't it? I mean, that would be that is the joy it. That'd be good. What else has caught your eyes? <laughs> Um. Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, I can't think of anything now because I'm too excited about you not cutting your fingers off live on the internet. <laughs> Especially as you seem to be doing it on your lap, so the, the opportunities for if, uh... if the blade moves. <laughs> yes, well, you know, actually, it's not a blade. I'm destroying it. a biro. <laughs> you use. I see. You're not even using a proper sharp implement. So you're using if, a blunt. If
1: anything point. goes wrong here, I'm going to colour in my tackle.
0: Is this is this an indication of the lack of professionalism of how you do your white kits?
1: No, it was, hang on, <laughs> a parcel has literally just arrived. That I was kind of expecting, and um, you don't have a parcel cutting device oh, close at hand. My god, the orange is good, isn't it? It's
0: but well, it's deglo. It's properly deglo. Look at that!
1: Yeah. It shines out. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It's... Keep talking, Scott. Keep talking.
0: I can't think what else to talk about, really. What else have I been doing? Um, well, I've been building tanks, as you know, because of um, little. I've got a special offer on ear fix, but that, you don't want to know about that. You,
1: well, you know, I am concerned that we the repeat book. ourselves. And uh, the problem is we do this, try and do these recordings so often that we do repeat ourselves. And so we, I think we forget some things that we need to say. And then we, and I you start mentioning tanks, and I can see it in the, just above your, um, there he is. And and I think no, Scott. Everyone knows about your bloody tanks, but they yeah, don't
0: bloody tank. But what they don't know, because what it's reminded me, the reason I bought the tanks to build was to get my kit building mojo going because I've got hundreds of unbuilt kits, including the recently released uh, Bond Bug three wheeler, oh. which you know we talked about possibly turning into a slot car. We have talked anyway, about that some, one too much, though, Scott. Somebody posted a picture on that the book of face. Which is indeed a Bond Bug converted into a slot car, but not a three wheeler. It's the Bond Bug body on top of a six wheel turtle body, and it looks absolutely fantastic. I'll insert a picture.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to throw the listener by, um, by showing them today's car of the year. Today's car of the year. We
0: probably probably get it. We shouldn't have as we run in towards the end of the year. And, uh, you know, these things become a little more um, solidified. We probably should have regular updates on where we think the car of the year positions are. Yeah. But, yeah, today the, the, the Electric Marlboro Rover is car of the I year. I do
1: think we um, need to, we do need, if, if by some fluke we still manage to be actually knocking these things out of the park, podcast. Um, <laughs> we do need some kind of strategy to determine the car of the year. And it's not well, just me saying, yeah, that's kind of the... <laughs> I, I don't I want thought, a democracy, but I think there ought to be one.
0: Well, I world thought, world. and I wasn't going to say this in public, but here you go. I thought we might contact various people. So Pendles, Roger Barker, Scale Models, Cage Master, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so these are all kind of UK things, you know, and people... And say, what do you think... Um, because they might have a completely different, you know, they might, the traders might say, you oh, know, the can of the year for me is the XYZ because I've sold
1: bazillions of them. But books. that's a different kind of thing, uh, isn't it? What you've sold and what.
0: Well, but, you know, everybody's Because last to Because last time I looked, mm-hmm.
1: using our cheeky way of uh, doing our research, uh-huh. the shadow was down to only about 72 units in stock. That's old so information. It's all like, so it's not exactly so it's selling up. well, even though it was a nice so, model.
0: So it's unlikely to be kind of the yeah. Well um, in there I book, was but others
1: will say like, as I would say now uh, I think I've got flack for spishing, bashing the, the shadow. I don't want it. I don't but I appreciate that it's a good model. Like that Revo slot Corvette, I don't want it, but I do appreciate it's a good looking model. Mm. Okay. Which would segue which would segue me s- into saying
0: <laughs> He's holding up oh Confession type. Confessions of a Hypocrite by Pedro tell,
1: tell the audience what you're holding up and why that makes you a hypocrite I was holding up 917 slash uh. 30 uh, I think it is from their hysterical line um, or historic line as they like to call it and um, it's hypocrisy because I've obviously got a big downer on on uh, NSR um, the cars run fantastically well um, but there are. I mean, I don't know if the camera can pick it up, but I'm I'm so disappointed. Even though this is an eBay bargain, look at how soft the mould lines are. And you you've chastised me for this, but those mould mm. lines aren't crisp. But that's well, okay, I, think th- I guess, because you're paying for a performance thing, not a a scale model. With a slot it, you get a scale model and some good performance. With NSR, you get performance and something that looks roughly right, but isn't one hundred percent right. And also, I've googled this. I cannot find anywhere, and I doubt somehow that Castrol and Shell would have both had stickers on the same car, would they?
0: Um, would I can't find pictures point? with
1: it, of a, with a Shell decal on it. Well, as I
0: said to you, and I haven't done any research beyond my my possibly failing memory, I think that's a livery from a, a Can-Am car, which mm. was a 917, as in a normal 917 with the roof cut off, as opposed to the later 917s, which were specific Can-Am um, derivatives. Ah,
1: and in an earlier recording, you said that, and I said, I found photos of it. It existed. Jody Schechter drove it. It's a genuine thing.
0: Really? Mm. Okay.
1: But it doesn't have, all go. the pictures i found do not have a Shell logo on it. And all the pictures i found mm. do have rather large, admittedly frail, mirrors. And this has got little stubby things. Which is annoying.
0: Well, I think you've been. I mean, I mean, this is not to. There's an axis, or there are axes, isn't there? So there's scale accuracy yeah. and there's performance. Yeah. And you kind of you know you can plot through you like, and um, that's 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 and they scale accuracy for performance, which is fine. Once you're... Uh,
1: yes, I think I'm probably coming down on it's fine, but please no, let's not have decals for headlights. And also, let's not have decals for opinions. Have you seen the chatter on slotforum.com? com? A
0: decal for opinion—that would be a bit weak, would it not?
1: <laughs> well, maybe it's, maybe it's three D printed. The the genius professional racers at um, at NSR have produced for the F twenty two, whatever it is, their Formula One generic car. So it uses the standard um, motor, purple long can, God knows what uh, revs it is. That's how detailed I am. Um, but because of contrates and design implications they had to mount the motor further back so they needed a longer pinion so they made a longer pinion and you cannot remove this pinion without you pull the whole shaft out of the motor and people are a little bit outraged they made a special tool to do it as well apparently but when you use this special tool it will pull the shaft out of the motor it's like
0: well, even with a pinion? Because a pinion puller yeah, will push could, down on the shaft.
1: No, because it's not an open shaft. So the the brass, is, it's a sealed pinion with an extension. It's like a strap-on pinion.
0: <laughs> okay. But you started this by saying a decal for a pinion.
1: I know, I was being facetious. All uh, right, oh, right, okay. I also, I
0: was wondering, top I was wondering tip, was
1: sometimes I'm not being genuine. Sometimes I'm talking utter <laughs> slot. Don't think I'm <laughs> well, taking just, pot shots of being sniped.
0: I just thought, because I know what a competitive racer you are, and I thought, this is taking lightweight too far. I mean, a a decal pinion.
1: The other thing, um, since I'm ranting about NSR, their box annoys me. But I did give them credit for using a cardboard box. I thought, okay, let's save the planet. I'm all for that, kind of. Um, But when you open the box, inside, you still find the plastic plastic thing. So it's heavier than it need be. It's more materials than it need be. And... It's, it's also really expensive oh, than But isn't that I can st- tell you now that's before people write in and correct us, it's a 917 slash 10k. Any any of the wiser?
0: Yeah, because the third the 30 was the big the Sunoco one, basically. I think there was only ever one or two of those things. Oh, okay. Um, yes, that makes yeah, um, a more and a more rounded the nine- at
1: the front, I think.
0: And I think a 91720 is the pink pig, I think.
1: Um Anyway. this NSR model reproduces in 132nd scale, mm, kind of, um, the car number zero of the Vasek Polak racing team, driven by Jody Schechter, who finished third on the Road Atlanta circuit of the 1973 Can Am Championship. Interesting, interesting. Uh, oh, it's translated from Italian, so fair enough. I'm too, hey, I wait, am too picky the... by half.
0: Before wait. you start reading out boxes live on air, the. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's not Channel Five, you know. I think the problem I with that re- box, I can't
1: read you this because it's way too small, even with my specs.
0: Uh, all right, I can I think the problem with the box for me is the, and I understand why they've done it. So they have made it special, you know. It's a special edition historic line, and it it unifies all of those models as a kind of so you. And I'm a big collector. You know, stick a number on something, and I'll want all of them. So that's so it's fine. your fault. I get that, but. Uh, and I think to credit you with this originally, the, It's the graphic representation on the box oh. looks more like a sort of Wild West saloon than a racing car. Yeah, it's got it's it's sort be. Of,
1: uh, I mean, I think they were going for some kind of retro thing, but it's just a it's, bit. It's beyond retro, yeah. though. It's kind of it's... late 1900s rather than. Uh... <laughs> yes, you expect a, a Model <laughs> T to come out of it. Yeah,
0: but, uh, but I but don't anyway, understand. It's a, a question of taste. The I, box packaging.
1: I really don't understand. I have a Hong Kong Cobra. Um, which comes in a... Like a hon-
0: Is that like a Hong Kong Fooey? <laughs> no,
1: it's, it's the Skeletrix Cobras. Um, a lot of them were sold in cardboard boxes. They managed to get to market without being put in the race-tuned boxes, whatever they were using at the time. So a lot of them came out oops, in just cardboard um, boxes. And I, particularly in this day and age of no bricks-and-mortar um, retailers, very few, Sorry, Electric well, Sorry, Dreams, I don't know who you are. Uh, <laughs> why, why are they bothering with these crystal cases and using oil in that way? Just put it in a cardboard box. A bland cardboard box is fine by me. It's the inside I'm interested in, not what it looks like on the outside. Uh, well, I think presentation is a huge... I
0: mean, I know what you mean about it. it may not be shelf, I try, but I think when people, people have got it, uh, yeah, well, those guys will know better than I do. The, the, I think the, there's a lot to be said for how you make something look good. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, as you know, nah. I've been playing, I've been playing with my old Ninkos, and those are in the original Ninkos came in a cardboard box with a cardboard inlay that's wrapped around the car, and so they're physically smaller than the plastic case, and the car's more protected, and all that sort of thing. Um, but obviously, they are very, you know, they're not as durable. So you know, a plastic case will will last forever that. almost. Um, I mean, there is a there is probably an entire edition never, but never mind slot car of the year. There could be slot car box of the year because I I stagger about how often they get it wrong. You know, the sort of things that are difficult to open, or you can't quite undo the screw. You're talking or, about SCX here, aren't you? In the old days, or you've got the ones which that wasn't me being rude. You know, there's one. It who was. is it? Scale Auto who do long thin screws through plastic mounts? Yeah. That you've got to try and line up with a car here. Yeah. I mean, oh, but they are um, presumably
1: trying to stop damage in transit. But then you could do that. I mean, I you occasionally get a product. Um, I mean, Apple probably uh, 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 spearheaded this thing. But packaging in cardboard is an art now. And you can compartmentalize and make things so that they don't get damaged in transit. You don't need this dirty, great plastic case. Nobody needs that plastic case. Although... Some people do because I've got three on auction on eBay at the moment, and currently <laughs> three cases are going to reap in something like 16 quid for me.
0: Well, this is I, I I used to buy a lot of Ferrero Rocha because they come in that nice sort of clear box. Ah. So that was so you used to be able to get them for a fiver, they've got a bit more expensive. So that was a slot car box with free chocolate, as far as I was concerned. Um, but they're not, they're a bit small, so bigger cars don't fit in them. A
1: fab one wouldn't. <laughs>
0: No, no, definitely not. But I recently purchased off the uh, Amazon fifty, um, basically takeaway boxes, you know, clear boxes oh, yeah, yeah. that you get mm-hmm. your Chinese, um, and they're perfect for putting slot cards in because they're you know the right height and they they drop in. But and, you can't see them. I mean, they rattle around. Well, you can sort of because they're slightly opaque. Um,
1: yeah, I'm just processing. You can clearly see the steam coming out of my ears. <laughs>
0: I don't keep my cars in
1: boxes, apart from the massive pile of boxes under the stairs. Mm. I like mine on display, but not in boxes, because it takes up too much space.
0: Well, that's because you've got a tiny collection, which is just over your shoulder. There, You've only got, what, six
1: cars or something? You you can almost count them, can't you? Yeah. (laughs) One truck at the top. There's something 124.
0: Is that a hauler? Is that a hauler? Um, um, Anyway, for those that are not regular listeners, Pedro tried to pretend that he's got a, a sort of two foot square, shelf on his wall with about twenty cars in it. This was this was his entire collection. This is the entire collection. Like no no, it's like a tenth of your entire collection. In
1: fact, probably even more than that. Um, don't look at this cabinet here. Don't look left. Don't look that's, left. Yeah. That's anyway, got China in it or something.
0: I think I would like to see. i have got uniform. You know, they all go in a guide. They've all got pinions Let's have some sort of uniform box. That's what we could. Yes, that would be good. Yes, they all together. Yeah. Well, I mean, you take the Carrera box. Oh is, my god, substantial. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could build entire houses out of those boxes because they're pretty strong. Yeah. Um, and heavy. But the clever thing there, and you know, it's been that way for a long, long time. They've got the compartment on the back of it where they put in bits, bits and pieces, and extras. Yeah, so you don't need that, dude. It's everything together. The Mario Brothers. Well,
1: prove you don't need that because they just sellotape it to the bottom of the plinth. The slot it, boys. True. The Mario Brothers.
0: True. True. I know. I'm. I'm just. You know. A bit sort of. I want to say German engineering. I know they're Austrian, but you know, nearly the same thing. Um. The Mario Mario Brothers. Time for you to mention that you haven't got a Maserati. <laughs>
1: Been a while. So, so when it's Maserati watched, when when Neil phoned up, interrupting our podcast recording, I was, I
0: was going to say, there's, there's actually no. Other reason. I was going to say that there are there are three things, isn't there? There's contact from extraterrestrial life, <laughs> proof there's a god, and you getting this Maserati. Slot.
1: <laughs> Which one? When will Neil come phoned first? up, I said, um, any any sign of the? Because uh, you, I think, have made noises, and St. Dave of Kennedy made noises about the Marlboro VRM coming out in September. Um, oh. So I thought I'd take the opportunity since Neil was on the phone to say, Neil, when is the Marlboro coming out? When is the Maserati MC GT3 Paul Ricard coming out? And um, he said, I don't know. Um, what, what I actually said was they have got, f- I think oh, this is slightly, I think he said they've now received photos of them, which they can use for publicity, I guess, um, which happens a bit before the actual, Arrival of the goodies, so maybe, maybe September. I'm not going to want it by the time it arrives. Or I'll be sore disappointed by it.
0: I'm going to say there's always that danger, isn't it? Mm. When you want something for a long time and it finally arrives, mm. it's sort of. Mm. But uh, anyway, fingers crossed. Mm. Fingers crossed. Mm. It could be. You've got the you've got the card of the year already. Anyway, so I have academic.
1: Yeah. I've got a busy day ahead of me, so I cannot. Okay get that out of the box but i don't care what you say about those wheels those wheels look good to me and i think they're just not they're just not quite right simon the orange looks good that looks a sharp goddamn model and i like it a bit so you know that was race that was race prepared down the road from me in kidlington twr in kidlington
0: so which my mate nobby i
1: may have mentioned this before but my mate nobby Currently operates his <laughs> electric conversion business out of the very self-same... Out of area. Kiddlington. I no, there him. you go, it's a small world. Yes. He didn't what, know. I, um,
0: it I think the other thing I'm not sure about is the, the, the back box exhaust. Yeah, it shouldn't um, be there, should it? I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm going
1: to... No, it should be outside. the
0: side. Certainly the Bastos car, because I know I stood beside enough of them, the exhaust comes out the side. But um, anyway, that's that's a tiny point. Um Before we're just looking to wrap up, as it were. um, What have you got to look forward to, apart from your never arriving? What's what you going to? What you going to be
1: painting? What you going to be racing? Arriving shortly is some nine millimeter cork tiles. That has me giddy with excitement. Um, And it is slot car related. That's for borders. Is this
0: for the? Is this for your borders for the track? I see. Okay. Um,
1: I'm because we're going to be racing school auto. R series on Tuesday coming. I'm trying to finish that Coca-Cola nine nine one. I have an AMG that is oh, I waved it. Did that actually get broadcast? Did we use that one? The snakeskin AMG? Uh, man Racing. I uh, no. did
0: talk you did talk about that. Okay, yes. Group
1: M racing. That's um I just need to stick the headlights in and put the glass in and that she's ready to roll. Um and I am currently painting oh god, I'm currently painting everything. The Bentley, the Lexus, the NSX—they're all in various states. I have realised that I need to stop doing them all at once and start um, just finishing one. The idea was that That's I could it. get one into a certain state, and that would be drying, and then this one I'd get into a certain state, and that would be ready for the getting ready for the next stage. And I would sort of stagger it, but it doesn't work that way.
0: That's my problem with kit building. I've got about half a dozen that are. Underway, hmm. and um, again, that was why I kind of bought those tanks, and although I had stuff unbuilt and stuff partially built. Bought the tanks, start to finish, boom, done. Yeah, and um, so but I never want to Talking get about... to
1: the point. Sorry, I never want to get to the point where it becomes an issue, and I think with several of mine, it has become an issue now. Like I've got, I've got a Vulcan M6, Burg- that's Vulcanhorst. been on the go for pre-pandemic, and it's just like, oh, the the mojo um, has I'm... faded for that one. And I need to get it back. Talk, well, not talking about mood, we're talking about snakeskin
0: and eyes, as you were. While I was at Gage Master, I held in my trembling little hands uh, the skeletric cobra with the um, snakeskin and the eyes. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I, got, I was a bit more tempted than I have been. I mean, I think I probably prefer the green one, but it looks
1: good. I watched... But also... That's... Mm, Okay, yeah, I will. I, I'm, I'm not known for interrupting you, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. I, <laughs> last night, the algorithm threw at me a short video from the Goodwood channel of two Cobras, the green one that uh, scolot- mm-hmm. uh, Skeletrics have done, and a, some sort of low-drag jag, um, hurtling round lap after lap, three of them really quite close proximity, going round and round the Goodwood um, circuit at a recent revival. And... Um, it was quality. I nearly sent it to you. Um, I, didn't, I can't remember. I think Gordon Shedden was driving one of them. I can't remember who the others were. But they were going for it, and they were hairy chested cars, close proximity. Jag put his wheels all over the grass at one point, and he kept his foot in, and um, it was just awesome.
0: Oh, that Tommy rumble didn't make the microphone, but um, interesting because... <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> Apologies. No, it didn't. But interesting because the, that classic racing at Goodwood, and everybody loves it because it's a flowing circuit. Mm. There's no, there is a chicane, but there's not real. It's not the stop start of modern circuits. And the tires are deliberately made to be a bit slidey, not mm. as grippy as possible. And we all remember, and we all love watching when there's two or three cars sliding together. It's not about who went fastest. It's not about who won. It's about two or three cars. It's lap a spectacle. After lap. Well, but that uh, some of the most fun I've ever had. With running a slot car is just doing laps with someone else in fact I remember way back they we were in Switzerland the early days of uh, of slot forum, Doug and I I had, the, it was the Maserati and the Van Wall. Maserati MC GT3
1: Paul Ricard, you had one?
0: No, 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 the, the, the Fangio one, oh yes uh, that'll, that'll tell you how long ago it was yep. and Alan had this lovely Skelectric Sport scenic track which kind of wound up and down, a bit of elevation change and we just run these cars, just consciously trying to be beside each other and you know, and sort of dancing rather than racing. And we did that for 20 minutes and we had a huge amount of fun. I can't remember what happened in the races that I did do.
1: I'm not sure I can let that go. <laughs> the cliche of cars <laughs> with dancing on the edge that's even crofty wouldn't come out with a line like that
0: well it, it was really because they were kind yeah, of sliding yeah, yeah. and they were sliding it was it was lovely we do need it was, to wrap it this was up. very in, very enjoyable one we, well, because i'm getting poetic
1: yeah exactly we do need to wrap this up <laughs> but for a long time i had a van wall and it, it's skinny wee little tires and i used to mm. enjoy running that and i can't think really why i got rid of it other than that you know i think i was probably the only person at the club who had one so it was. That's agitating for them to. I don't think I even agitated them to race. Nobody was interested in the 50s cars, sadly. Well, they would have been interesting, and they were. It, it was a deep joy to pedal that thing around. Oh, god, cliches pedal it around. Please pedaling,
0: Well, that's a possible a possible cliffhanger because Avant slot, uh, the Mercedes ren transporter with the Formula One car on the back. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll be, we've seen lots of computer renders, etc. Most recently we've seen, I think it's a pre-production test shot that's sort of taped together. It's now on pre-order on Pendle. How much? Other. Well, interestingly, I was assuming it was going to be well north of 300, maybe 400. Quid. Oh no, I
1: thought 250. Two, two...
0: It's about two, It's about 250, mm. which I think is astonishing, given the transit was 200 and something on its own. So to have the rent transfer. So that's a lot of money. That's five Skeletric cars.
1: I can put that on your but, credit card, for it. But you that's I like.
0: yeah. It's suddenly gone. Oh, ooh, that's that's tantalisingly with what? less out of reach than it might be for you. I know. What? I know. I, yeah. What? King, king of king of the ten pound eBay yeah. win. And and I'll and bless my cotton socks. You know, get on eBay, look up Ninko. Great Ninko cars are going for fifteen quid. I mean, I'm nearly buying things I've already got because it just seems so cheap. <laughs>
1: no, that, that's when it's believe... become a problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: think, yeah. But a number of, um, honestly, there's stuff on there. I think, why are people not buying this? Well, and, I th- um... it was
1: because of you that I bought this because I went on on a Sunday and um, I thought, <laughs> I'm going to put a silly bid on. I actually, actually put a couple of silly bids on to try and secure it. Um, but it, it, was a, it was a bargain price. Um, and it will go well. And it will offend my eye. But I don't really mind. Okay, there you go.
0: And on that, slightly downbeat, but yeah, still, uh,
1: I don't really <laughs> mind. Goodbye, Smith.
0: Goodbye. Well, do you know what? We should do the endings better, I think. So instead of just running out and I was going, Well oh, bye, goodbye." We should say, "Thanks for listening." This has been talking us a slot, the podcast about having fun with slot cars. We hope you've enjoyed it. Go and play with your toy cars, or if you're Peter, go and paint your toy cars. How does that sound? Is that better? Yeah, more professional. And
1: remember. Stay fresh, cheese bags.
0: Cheese bags?
1: Stay fresh, cheese bags. Goodbye, Scott. Are you in the sun too much? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> ah, My mouse has stopped working.